0: Party people what's happening and welcome to yes another episode of 40 years of hip hop where we review 1000 songs party people and it's here party people our mixcloud platform is live go check it out of course we are going to feed our our, our mixcloud platform with more however we do have some music that you could just vibe to check it out and enjoy party people, and enjoy. Yes, so today party people, we are going to be reviewing Buddy from De La Soul featuring the Jungle Brothers and Q-Tip from the album Three Feet High and Rising, which was released in 1989. But party people, before we get into this, let's take a look at Mr. Ron's week, that's right. So, of course, party people, as I'm uh, recording this, it's Halloween week, so, you know, all your freaky deekies out there, you know, have fun, because I remember, you know, Halloween night, yeah, a lot of parties, you know, and uh, have fun, party people, keep it safe, of course, you know, you gotta keep it safe. And uh, just in the news, I don't know if you guys watched The Tiger King on last year, so Joe Exotic is coming out with season two. Uh, I should say Netflix, rather, is coming out with uh, season two. And imagine that Joe Exotic actually reached out to none other than Cardi B for assistance in order to basically get out of jail quicker. And according to billboard, it began when the CEO of big cats rescue saw the video WAP, And there was like a bunch of tigers in it. You know, it's like, ah, you know, you love tigers. I'm the tiger guy, you know, hook me up Cardi B. Anyways, season two, you know, coming out soon on Netflix. I enjoyed season one. I thought it was funny as hell. I don't even think that was made to be funny, but it was. All right, so what have... I've been listening to. So party people, this week, I have to say like I dove into this album by RC and the Grits. The album is called Feel and was released in 2016. It's basically a lot of like jazzy hip hop, soul, funk. And all of that is basically provided by Erica Badu's band. Yes, so basically the musicians on RC and the Grits. They are Erica Badu's, you know, a uh, group whenever she goes on tour, you know, and and pretty cool music, you know. Then again, nothing ground, groundbreaking from my point of view, of course, but I was, I just couldn't get myself uh, to listen to nothing else than this album, This Week, and Track of the Week Party people, yo, and I have to shout out the wifey for that one because she made me discover a new artist, this artist named Barka, B-A-R-K-A-A, and she's from Australia, I believe, and she has this track called For My Titas, powerful track, you know, check it out, Barka from Australia, that's right, that's cool. It's cool how, like, you know what, hip-hop culture is basically alive in other continents, like, you know... Australia, that's really cool, really cool. So party people, don't forget to come back next week as the G-Man will be reviewing Me and My Crazy Life by the Lost Boys, which was released in uh, 1997 from their album Love, Peace, and Nappiness. So party people, let's get back to our review, and uh, yeah, Buddy, De La Soul, Three Feet High and Rising, Okay, it's just again from from uh, again I'll tell you the whole backstory of how I got the album, but the album is awesome, is it's just groundbreaking material. These guys they La so like you, you can't you can't really hate on them, you know, they're just like a bunch of positive rappers and love them through supported them throughout their whole career. And even though right now I think like their last release has been a while, the last release was in 2016. But you know what? Guys like La, they're legends, you know? They are legends, you know? They changed the hip-hop game, and this review is actually going to make you understand why. Originality, party people. Is this song original, and if so, how? Well, originality, this song, is really the embodiment of originality because these guys now, let me situate you a little bit. It's 1988, 89, okay? And just for, you know, just to situate you, let's take a look at the rappers that, that were, that released something in 89. You got Coogee Rap, LL, Public Enemy, of course, Chuck D, one of the greatest rappers alive, Big Daddy Kane, MC Light, Queen Latifah, <clears throat> BDP, Karis one you know? So you can see, like, it's either very, like, political, hard, braggadocio. But these guys, they came out with something that was not seen ever, okay? It's the fact that these guys were borderline nerds with their weird haircuts and their ties. Again, they got labeled as hippies, which I didn't really agree with that. But whatever, you know, I just roll with it. And for me, when I saw De La Soul, I totally related to them because they weren't gangsters. I'm not a gangster, nah, I'm not gonna try to be a gangster. And they had this sensitivity that none other rappers dared to show. And this is the reason why that I thought that De La totally stood out, especially that song too. Not only that, but their lyrics, their songs are layered, okay? Sometimes you gotta sit down and really think about it because it's really, really smart. With Prince Paul, they basically not put skits, hip hop skits on the map, but perfected it, right? They perfected the art of skits. But I think this album, Three Feet High and Rising, how did it contribute to hip hop? Of course, the whole native tongue posse, you know, but not only that sampling. Okay. Now, of course, at that time, we were mostly around 88, 89. It's the James Brown sampling era. Okay. And they, they went a little bit outside of that. And even though they're from, you know, the, the, the East coast, but they were Actually sampling stuff like Parliament Funkadelic, which is usually linked to the West Coast, as you can see in the in the song that for for sure made the list. Me myself and I, I think that the G-Man is gonna review that one real quick, you know. So yeah. So again, just a little fun fact. So De La Soul was formed in 1988 by three high school friends in Ithaca, New York. And while they were looking, you know, they were pushing their demo, they ran into uh, Prince Paul. And Prince Paul said, yo, Prince Paul was already with Sonic. It's like, you know what? Let me produce your your, your album. You guys are good. You guys are original. You guys just need a little help production-wise. And the conceptual Three Feet High and Rising came out, which is like a gigantic of an album. And if you're ahead, are you ahead? If, you, if you're ahead, then you know you gotta have that album. I got the vinyl. I got the vinyl. I got the vinyl. I got the CD and the tape. I remember when it came out back that I was still in high school. I actually traded to do, back then we used to do copies, right? So I did a copy of Kwame, the boy genius for my man Lode. Big shout out to Lode. And he basically made me a copy of Three Feet High and Rising. And, uh, but even that, I was already familiar with De La Soul from their EP, Jennifer taught, taught me and plugged to me. Plug one. Plug two. Plug one. Plug two. Anyways, party people, courtesy of this cog, and this is why, for originality, De La gets a five. That's right. We're just starting this with a five. Delivery party, people, which stands for lyrics and flow. So, let me go with the quotable. Now when the tribe, the jungle and de la soul... Is that the club? Our ritual unfolds. Grab our bones and start swinging our hands. Then Jenny starts flugging everywhere, cause Jennifer just wants to see aware. Yo, fellas, should we should we keep her aware? Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, scratch. <laughs> Insert scratch here. So let's take a look at this. What does it mean? So when the tribe jungle, okay, and Dela is in the club, the ritual unfolds. So basically, these are the, the I would say, like the pillar members of the native tongue. De La Soul, the Jungle Brothers, and a tribe called Quest, you know, and they're in the club, so they're just having a good time. Grab our bones and, and start swinging our hands. So grab our bones actually means the African uh, colors that we used to wear. I still rock mine. I still rock my African medallion, yo. And it looks good. I'm proud of it, you know? Just a little remnant of the, la- the late 80s. <clears throat> then Jenny starts flocking it everywhere because Jennifer ju- uh, just wants to stay aware. So Jennifer is basically a name of a girl that keeps coming back in the De La Soul mythos. And J- Jenny it's basically the opposite of a jimmy so a guy's a guy would be you know jimmy and a girl would be jenny you know quite thoughtful and you know what i thought it was really cool instead of using profanity to kind of like add these little words these quirky words that they created within their own world yeah so of course if you look at the lyrics the delivery is you know, from the late 80s, you know, from my point of view, I don't think that De La Soul reached their fully uh, uh, lyrical potential until after their second album. So, which would be like after De La Soul is dead, then the name of the album doesn't, doesn't come to me. However, uh, the third album, which I believe the single was Break A Dawn, you could see there was like a shift, you know, in their styles. In, in 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 their craftsmen, in their words and on top of that especially the album after that oh anyways I, i'm not even i'm not even going to go there i'm not even going to go there so the, the delivery party people courtesy of genius.com and this is why for delivery i give it a 3.75 on 5 <clears throat> production party people which is beat mixing, scratching if there's any. So a nice mellow beat, you know, nicely layered, five samples deep and each sample has a purpose. Of course, produced by Prince Paul and De So that means De La Soul probably. So when we see this, what does, what does that mean? So back then, right, a lot of people that are producers they would act more like as uh, engineers, you know, and Lao probably had an idea of what the music would sound like, what the beat would sound like. And Prince Paul was probably the one that just like put it together for them. Five samples deep. Okay, so you have Girl I Think, The World of You by The Commodores, 1976, Written on the Wall by The Invitation, which was released in 1965, Hit or Miss by Bo Diddley, 1974, Bang Zoom Let's Go by The Real Roxanne featuring Howie T, and Ooh Child by The Five, Stair Steps, which was released in 1970. Party people. So, the song was basically uh, uh, sampled nine times, actually were uh, uh, my choices. All Due Respect by Run The Jewels fe- featuring Travis Barker and award tour by A Tribe Called Quest. Courtesy of who sampled Party People and this is why I give it a 3.75 on 5. Cool beat All right, what I like mostly about this beat is basically the layering of the samples. However, when we listen to it, I can dig it, you know? Because I'm old, right? But I don't think, I don't think, not a lot of people are gonna be able to vibe, especially the new generation. I don't even think they'd be, I don't even think they'd get it, you know? But we're gonna talk about that later on. So party people, you are the, Top five tracks from the album Three Feet High and Rising and I cannot stress how important that album was for hip-hop, the hip-hop community. Especially on for skits, okay, but not let for sampling, how we put the samples together, the technical aspect of sampling. So of course, and these are my I love that album. That album is very dear to me. So I'm gonna start with the magic number three is the magic number. What it is. It's the magic number. And number two, I'm gonna go with I know. You know Oh uh, man, that song just brings me back. I know. The sounds that they use are wow, just amazing. Of course, I'm gonna go with Dun dun mini 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 say what? Mini 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 me say what? Mini 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 me yeah, Buddy boom boom Me myself and I which uh I saw because we have a list the G M Amanda uh, G Money is gonna be reviewing it for volume three, definitely for volume four, a uh, say no go, and uh, for five, and you know what? I put a number six, yes. Honorable mention to all the rest of the tracks that did not make the top five because you need to go sit down and listen to this album if you did. Okay, if you call yourself a hip hop head and you've never heard of Three Feet High and Rising, go home, sit down, go to your Spotify thing and listen to this album. Alright party people, so before we get back into the review at 40 Years of Hip Hop, we use Buzzsprout for our podcasts. They get your show listed on every podcast platform available. We were able to get 10,000 downloads within a year. And as a Buzzsprout member, you will get a great-looking podcasting platform, an audio player that you can drop into other websites, even WordPress templates. You will also benefit from detailed analytics and tools to promote your episodes like audio video snippets of your podcast called bites. However, for me, my thing is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? Try podcasting about it. It's easy, fun, and can generate a second revenue. Get started for free, no credit card required. Cancel anytime. No contracts, party people, and it doesn't stop there. You will receive a twenty-dollar Amazon gift card after your second paid invoice. Link below in our episode notes. Buzzsprout is the way to go. And now Party People, back to our review. So is this song still relevant? Was it able to stand the test of time? Well, it's one of my personal classics, okay? So of course, heads, you know, old heads, we all know De La, we all know Buddy. And for us, it's a classic. For the younger generation, I don't know, okay? I'm not really sure that a lot of people actually know about, I'm talking about like 20 year olds, know about Dayla. I'm looking again, just like social media wise because nowadays, you know, this is how how society rolls, you know, they have something like 250,000 IG followers, which is not much, not much, to like people that have like million YouTube, they have 1.2 million views on uh, the video, and the video is actually the remix with Five, cause Five is done on the original version, Moni Love, Queen Latifah, and the beat is totally different. And one thing I, I I like to say, I saw metalheads react to it, and it was just cool to see two white people you know who are not even down with hip hop you know metalheads just be just being able to identify with that track that is so human and so down to earth you know you definitely gotta gotta check it out so for relevance and longevity this is why I gave De La buddy a three on five if you're not ahead okay I doubt that you're gonna know that track Okay, I, I really, I I really doubt it because you know what? I'll tell you people, even back then, Dela was, I would say, um, an acquired taste. So it's one of those, you know, it's one of those that impacted me personally, impacted the, the hip hop community. And it was like, you know what, with that song, when Dela came out, it was like accepted to be a hip hop nerd. You know, it was like cool to be like, it was cool to be different. You know, you didn't need your like, you know, your puma suit and your fat ropes, you know, and and playing hard. You know, you could just be you and, and, you know, just do your thing with your weird, weird style and it would still work. So as this song charted, so the thing is, the song itself did not chart. The remix charted, okay? The remix went number 18 on U.S. Billboard Hot R&B Hip-Hop Songs, number 27 Hot Dance Club Play, number 2 on Hot Rap Singles, number 11 on Hot Dance Music Maxi uh, Single Sales, and number 7 in the UK Single Charts. The album did really well. First of all, the album went platinum, okay? One million copies sold. And in the UK, the album peaked at at number 13. In the US, the album uh, peaked at number 24. And in the US, top R&B and hip-hop, the album actually peaked at number one, okay? So definitely, so there was some type of impact And this is why, Party People, I give it a 3.75 on five. So let's do a little recap, Party People, originally five, one of the most original groups that came out with one of the most original albums, and this track, Buddy, is one of the most original tracks on that album, for that reason I had to give it a five. Delivery, although, you know, the lyrics are really cool, really positive, uh, and they kind of like have the native the native tongue, they kind of like have their own language. However, the flow is outdated, and this is why I had to go with a 3.75. Same thing with uh, the production. Love it, five samples deep. S- nicely layered, okay, nicely layered. Again, totally changed the sampling game for hip hop culture. However, still, I would say a little bit on the, you know, late 80s, you know, and, 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 and it's hard. It's hard for all of these guys, these pioneers that are there for the late 80s because hip hop devolved so much. But hey, yo, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? So for production, I will go with a 3.75. Relevance and longevity, I will hit it up with a three. This is one of those like, yo, you had to be there, you know, you had to be there, <laughs> and uh, Powerful Impact, I will go with a 3.75, I mean like the album did go platinum, it sold in the UK and in the US, and all of that for a total of 19.25 on 25 for 77 percent. So party people, thank you for sharing this moment together. Subscribe, like, share. And party people, support 40 years of hip-hop by buying us a coffee so that we can continue dropping this amazing weekly podcast. And tune back next week as I will be reviewing What? New York State of Mind by Nas. This is your host with the most Mr. Ron, wishing you happy Honolulu. Peace. And I out.